Hi y'all, it's Dawn Love with Reaching Women Everywhere. I'm so glad that you're joining me here today as we continue our devotional on preparing your heart for your husband. The last time we met, we did Go Team and we had a tremendous response on that devotional as it encouraged us to be teammates together every day, always meaning to do what's right. I'm actually having t-shirts made up that you can purchase on our website at RWE's website, which is, it's a long URL, but it's www.reachingwomeneverywhere.com. We also have uh, RWE t-shirts. There's a little plug there. Actually, all the proceeds go to helping women who are in need. But I want to get back to our devotional. This one is rooted back in 1 Corinthians 13, and it tag teams with the idea of team, being a teammate with your husband. In 1 Corinthians 13, 2-3, it says, If I have the gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all the mysteries and possess all knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so I can remove mountains, but I do not have love reaching out to others, I'm nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but I do not have love, it does me no good at all. Heavenly Father, as we discuss your word as we and as we read it, we just pray that you reveal to the hearts that are hearing today your revelation in their lives personally. In Jesus' name, amen. Our family personally is a big old blended family. Uh, it's not always easy. <laughs> As a matter of fact, with change brings a lot of feelings that can be tough. My husband, Kelly, and I, uh, of course, had, when we got married, had high hopes that we would all be one big old happy family. Um, that's just not a reality. I have six kids uh, that I brought to the table. <laughs> the oldest is 28, and he's got two teenagers. And together, we have uh, one little guy who is almost two years old. And he's just, a, a, every one of them are precious gifts from God. But the because of the ages and remarriage, which was a beautiful restoration um, in the Lord, and that's another story for another time. But the truth is that not everybody's going to be happy just because um, a good change happened. The key that as a husband and wife, though, we have to stay united. That's that whole team idea again. Christ is the center. And husband and wife to have around him and then our children are like in the peripheral uh, circle if you if you will around and then it goes out from there if you even paint a picture of uh, spheres in a sense we have to stay centered on Christ and as a husband and wife you stay united time changes things and you know in the midst we see hearts changing and and some of the kids just are thrilled others eh, not so much you know, but we, we have to make sure that we are a reflection of Jesus Christ to this crew. What matters most is that each one of those kids that came from our lives know that we point them to Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. That, that's, what, that's what matters. Uh, I, of course, we want to have wonderful relationships with our children. But that is far less important than them having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And when husbands and wives can wives can keep that perspective and that priority in mind in a blended family, I think, and and make that a prayer priority, I think it will help to diffuse some of the other uh, real issues that you deal with. I'm not saying they're going to go away. And I'm not a psychologist to to give advice. I'm speaking from uh, real life experience here and, and seeking the Lord. 
at, which is what we all need to do. Um, <laughs> this passage from the love chapter really speaks volumes to me in an extremely practical way. If, if we have a gift speaking uh, a message from God and sharing his word to others, and we, like I said, we possess great knowledge and have mountain moving, moving faith, but we lack love. And it says, and we don't reach out to others. We're nothing. We may be a faithful churchgoer. We may study the word of God, but how are we doing with our family? That's something we need to ask ourselves, I think, on a daily basis and, and check ourselves. Are we faithful to the very core of, of, our, of our family, where our family needs us? Are our responses abrupt or are they loving? Do we take time to enjoy our spouse or do we feel like we're, we have other things to do? What are we actually communicating, especially with our spouse? If we sacrificed it all, it does no good without love because love is love is encompassing when others see our actions they can tell that jesus resides in us or 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 if he doesn't and the the question i want to ask you the question i ask myself is can my spouse see that we need to ask ourselves is ask ourselves pardon me is christ shining through me he says that we are a city on a hill a light that cannot be hidden uh years ago the uh, cities would be built way up on a hill and the light that would shine down would shine down on paths and, and other areas uh, where people would live. It would illuminate great, vast areas. Are we doing that? Are we letting the light of Christ shine through us that it's spreading and becoming a, a light to illuminate our families? Are we doing that in our marriage? Or are we getting dim are we are growing dim with discouragement or a lack of contentment but i want to encourage you to read god's word even in those tough times and in those discouraging times when when things real life issues happen whether you have kids or you don't have kids that you don't allow it to let your light grow dim but let the light of christ shine through you we are that vessel that gets filled up with all of him that he is poured out through us. We really aren't offering anything of us, but rather a vessel for his love to be poured out. Wives, our ministry is first and foremost to our family. And then it flows from there. Is what you're saying to your spouse lining up with your actions? Are your words and actions lining up with God's word? There is an enemy and he does not want a family to be rooted and grounded in the word of God. He does not want them praying together and he does not want them going to church. Staying united in Christ lines us up for God to have his perfect work in our home and in our family. He clearly states that a house divided against itself is going to fall. It, It can't stand and neither will a marriage. We must be in one accord and pray through it even when it feels like we're paddling upstream and everybody else has got oars and they're trying to paddle in the other direction. Because if we quit, the boat then gets flipped around immediately and it starts heading in the wrong direction. That current is going to whip us around and take us back the moment we stop paddling. When even if no one paddles and everything is calm in the boat, that current of the world is going to flip that boat around and pull us right along with them. We must stay strong together as a couple for the sake of our marriage and the sake of our family. I'm going to encourage you all to keep rowing. (laughs) Stay together as a team, even when it feels like you can't do it. 
Because you know what? If we could do it on our own, we wouldn't need God. Why would we need a Savior? We need a Savior because we always need saving. He did it once, but we need it all the time. Lord, mold us and make us after your will. Create in us a clean heart that overflows the love of Jesus to those around us. Pour your perfect love through us. Let it pour out on our families in the name of Jesus. And let our spouse be aware of your presence and your precious love that's being poured out through us. Renew our love in a way that only you can do. I pray this in Jesus' name. My friend, you be blessed. I pray your marriage is blessed and that your family is blessed. In Jesus' name. See you soon.